is going on here it's the shw podcast shw this is our wrestling we are your hosts b double brandon benefield gb gerard bonner my man how the heck was your thanksgiving man thanksgiving was good uh i think we're just about done with leftovers <laughs> I, I know it's been a whole week but you know when you eat good it, it feels good and uh strangely enough this was the first year we didn't do turkey um, really yeah. What'd you do? What'd you do instead? We did, we did Cornish hen. Okay. And my wife is Jamaican. So we did ah. curry goat. And uh, that was very, very good. Uh, now here's the, the fun Jamaican twist. Ever since we've been married, which has been now about five years, her mom, uh, wherever we are, manages to get us a jerk turkey. Really? And let me tell you something. You've <laughs> not lived until you've had a jerk turkey. It is amazing. And then there's a stuffing inside and the jerk is on the stuffing and, oh, oh my Lord, it's great. So we usually, we usually get that and then we end up freezing it. So it lasts us for a while. Yeah. Um, but no jerk turkey this year because of the pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. So gotcha. we just did, um, you know, we did those things and then mac and cheese and sweet potatoes and all kinds of fun stuff. And then I had a very good friend of mine make a peach cobbler cake Ooh. okay yeah. okay yeah so there was some good eating around here there all was right some good eating around here. And, and remind the folks uh who, who may not know i'm sure you said it on a previous uh, podcast uh -huh. where are you from originally i am originally from a little town in new york called monticello and uh it's about 90 miles northwest of new york city uh nobody hardly ever knows it it's in the catskill mountains um and then i spent the bulk of my adult life uh in virginia beach the mid-atlantic area and uh then of course relocated here to atlanta about four years ago so i've got new york and va and we keep moving further south okay the, the only reason i brought it up is because that's why you called it stuffing and not dressing ah uh, yes okay okay yeah yeah, because being, being a, a Georgia boy myself, and of course, this being called Southern Honor Wrestling, yes. I was thinking, oh, he said stuffing. <laughs> it's called it's dressing. Tell sign. It's called dressing, <laughs> but it's all good. Well, I'm glad you had a good one, man. Uh, you know, yes, we did sir. as well. We uh, all went to my sister's house, and uh, we did a turkey tailgate because with the uh, pandemic oh, going yeah. on, we all we set up tailgate tents all outside around the driveway nice. in the yard. and kind of spread out and yeah. that way if the neighbors looked at us funny we're like hey we're outside hey we're spread out yeah yeah so anyways it was uh it was great we actually had a great time and we thought this might could be a new tradition here a turkey yeah. tailgate that weather you know weather permitting yeah it happened to be it was like on uh, thanksgiving day it was like sunny and 75 or something crazy sure was and of course now 40s you've seen this week here in yeah the, in this week is like getting in the 20s 30s 40s and yeah it's crazy uh, monday i was leaving work and i was being hit by snow flurries in the parking lot and i'm what like in the world yeah are you kidding me it was no like way. last week a few days ago 75 Ah, welcome to welcome Georgia. To, yeah, welcome to Georgia. Exactly. Uh, Holy cow. Anyways, well, since uh, we last spoke to the fine folks here, Good uh, Lord. of course, we were off last week for the Thanksgiving holiday, but quite a bit of uh, new uh, stuff has happened uh, here in the world of Southern Honor Wrestling. Of course, mm -hmm. when we left you guys, we had found out that Joe Black uh, with the injured Achilles, unfortunately, yes. uh, is having to relinquish the title. He'll be uh, in person. He'll be doing that next Friday, December 11th at SHW 22. Yeah. And uh, since then, we found out the big tournament that was going to happen. It's going to be 12 men, six matches, 
winners of those matches enter into a six-man uh, scramble mm -hmm. that's going to take place at the main event of SHW 22. And since then, <laughs> we found out what those individual matchups were going to be. So a whole lot to talk about here tonight. And of course, we don't have our usual special guest, but we figured we had so much on the table here to talk about. We don't need a special guest. We, we'll just yeah. let's lay it all out there, man. Let's uh, start out, first of all, these picks. Gary had six yeah. picks. Mm -hmm. Dylan had six picks. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to start here? Let's talk about this a little bit. Well, it's funny. It felt like it was the NFL draft or the NBA draft. You know, right. folks were on the clock. And it's funny because it seems like we were the only ones that were off during the holiday week. I mean, this all happened Thanksgiving week. Yeah. So, I mean, picks were made on Thanksgiving Day for crying out loud. So right. it was pretty amazing to watch. Um, but certainly if you guys missed it, we've got the recap for it. Now, I guess we should start with what Gary's pick since he was, uh, he was first, or do we want to go kind of pick Let's by go. pick for yeah. each one? Yeah, we'll go. We'll, we'll talk about the different picks uh, in the order that they came in. So, okay. of course, the very first pick for Gary Gary got the first pick. Apparently, they flipped a coin. Yes. Although Dylan, Dylan, I think called shenanigans on it uh, because I think they did a, I think they did a coin toss over Facetime or something like that. Oh, um, <laughs> something like I'm not sure, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be ruffling any feathers here. But something like no. that happened. But Dylan uh, did not get the first pick. Gary did. But the yeah. way they did it would be each day it was like Gary went first, Dylan went first, and then the next day they'd flip. They'd flip, yeah. So yeah. first kind of like day, like a versus or something. With that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So yeah. the very first day, uh, Gary got the first pick, and mm -hmm. his first pick I don't think came as much of a surprise to very many people. Didn't, didn't. That first pick, of course, was uh, the one and only Gunnar Miller, who, of course, we saw last battling Joe Black for the SHW championship. Ooh. Prior to that match, he had been completely undefeated here in SHW, railroading through all of the competition. And so, you know, even in the light of that loss to Joe Black, I don't think there was any way this tournament happens without Gunnar Miller. I mean, he's yeah. got the credentials absolutely to belong in this tournament besides being, you know, best friends with Gary. Uh, he, his stuff stands on its own. So again, look at what he did to, to uh, Logan Creed, the, the show before last. I mean, like we've never seen a match with Logan Creed stopped because Logan Creed was knocked out. So that's a whole nother ball game. And so uh, I think that pick made a lot of sense. It was no surprise to anybody. Gunnar Miller, kind of the first round draft pick here in this uh, SHW title tournament. And of course, uh, that was answered by Dylan's first pick. You want to share who that was? That's right. The working team captain. You had the people's captain. Yes. With Gunnar Miller. And you had the working team captain, Owen Knight, who yes. many, many people, and I'm not even going to say the U word because a lot of people call him this, and I don't think he likes it. I yeah. think he uses it as fuel to the fire. Like, I don't, you know what, I'll just say it so you know what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't want to be called underrated because. Right. I just want to show people that I am a top dog in the yes. company. And yes. I think he's got all the makings of being a champion here he at does. SHW. And, uh, you know, it's been all about the opportunity. Yeah. Um, he was almost there when he was a runner up in the Rumble Jack. Yeah. I mean, post pandemic, it has been a really, really strong time for Owen Knight. He was number, well, he was, yeah, the, the runner up of the Rumble Jack. Of course, he was defeated by Joe Black in the Rumble Jack. And then he's come back uh, on the last show. He had a win via disqualification, but it's a win nonetheless against Austin Towers. So he's really been on a strong trajectory. His match with David Ali, many felt like stole the show, uh, you know, during the anniversary. So really, I think Owen Knight is well-deserving of this title opportunity. And uh, I'm very, very glad he was picked so early in all of this he is more than deserving excited to see owen knight in this tournament and actually uh then the very next day so like i said they flip-flopped and dylan mm -hmm. got the first pick and i think he surprised a lot of people with this particular pick it, call it controversial if you will um and only not due to this guy's talent because we know he's talented mm -hmm. we know he's uh he's a former champion we know mm -hmm. he's got that uh caliber of, of, of competition there but he i'm just telling you He's been very controversial late, lately with his, putting his hands on Susie, putting his hands on you at the show, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. the last show, and just yeah. – uh, I'm talking about Ashton Starr, the Prince of Petty here. 
Yeah, the Prince of Petty uh, is the second draft pick for uh, Dylan. And, you know, here's, here's what it boils down to. We don't pick and make these picks because of personal character. They made the picks simply because of, you know, what happens in the ring. And it's hard to argue with uh, Ashton and what he has meant to Southern Honor uh, in the entire two-year span. Uh, and certainly he is a former SHW champion. We'll never forget earlier this year, uh, the <laughs> night that he won the title. Uh, oh. Consequently and subsequently, the night he lost the title. But that win was a huge, massive moment. And so many people were pulling for him. And here's the interesting part of the conversation. Like it or lump it, throughout the bulk of 2020, Ashton Starr's name has been mentioned in the title picture for the bulk of the year. And so that's got to be deemed a major accomplishment for him. Part of the PWI 500 this year, uh, he's made an appearance, of course, on, on uh, AEW Dark. And so it's been a, a really strong year, notwithstanding some of his other choices, like, you know, hitting women and hitting announcers, none of whom are trained to be in the ring. Um, and so, you know, hey, hey, you know, take all those things away and look at the year that this guy has had. It would be wrong for him not to be mentioned in this conversation in this tournament. Uh, and strangely enough, he gets the uh, he's the first former champion picked uh, to be a part of this tournament. So, yes, I'm being the bigger man here. Congratulations, Ashton Starr, and keep your hands to yourself. Well, you're you're a better man than I because I, you know, that was well. I, apparently, I've been uh, accused of not being a professional, so I need to remind people <laughs> of how professional I really am. Um, and so, Ashton, I am being a professional yet in your direction. In fact, on social media, I'm so much of a professional that I implemented one of the things that my mother told me. She said, "If you don't have anything nice to say, then say nothing at all." And go back and find my post about Ashton. You can see what I had to say. I remember. You said nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Exactly. Hey, well, you mentioned uh, Ashton with his recent appearance on AEW Dark. Well, the guy that he was a tag team with on that episode of Dark was a guy who's also been uh, on Dark a number of times uh, yes. over the last several months. He was Gary's second pick. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the savior, David Ali. David Ali, a very interesting choice there by Gary Lamb, another guy who apparently doesn't like me, but that's okay. Again, that's not why people are or are not getting picked. Look at what Ali has done in the ring. He's been a major part of SHW the entire time. Um, you know, of course, as part of the new era, made some major moves, surrounded and supported the champion at that particular point in time, has really launched an impressive solo career. Uh, with some pretty big wins, some big matches against Kyle Matthews and Owen Knight uh, and the like. And so he's somebody that has to be considered a contender and someone who has felt like he's not gotten an opportunity at the SHW Championship. And so the thing about December 11th, which is going to be special, it's a one-shot deal for people. People who may not have been in the title picture before, these 12 guys are, and they get their chance, whether they were a former champion or not. So I think Ali has a chance, obviously. Uh, wow, here's a crazy thought. Can you imagine the finals of Ali and Owen Knight as a rematch? Ooh. That'd be nuts. That'd that be would nuts. Be, that would be awesome. That'd be nuts. We won't jump ahead of ourselves, but those oh. are so far the first four, and they are, are pretty impressive. And, of course, uh, with now the backing of this monster, Austin Towers, who, of course, was our most recent guest on the show, uh, it makes David Ali someone that you really have to pay attention to because uh, with someone like Austin Towers in your corner, it changes the game. That's right. And, and like you said, I mean, not only is this like his biggest opportunity, now he's got the biggest monster watching his back right now. Yes. So yes, watch out for David Ali for sure. And um, the next pick went back to Gary. Mm -hmm. And let me just say, when SHW first started, and Gary has said this publicly a number of times, uh, he always left the roster up to Dylan. But he mm -hmm. said the, the one, well, two guys technically that he wanted to bring in when SHW first started, was Matt and Joey Lynch. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, he's got a soft spot in his heart for the, for the Lynch mob. And yeah. his Can next pick. Can you that Gary with soft spots in his heart? What 
he never technically said that. I said okay. that. He he All probably right. he might refute that. But anyway, I'm sure he will. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So Joey Lynch was actually Gary's next pick. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I think this is a great pick. I mean, obviously, we know Joey Lynch was originally supposed to be a part of the main event of SHW 22, as we found out at SHW 21, that he and his brother would be part of a triple threat match for the SHW championship. What a way to continue to honor that. And let's here's another argument for you. He's one of the tag team champions, right? Um, and certainly the tag team champions consist of two great singles wrestlers. Uh, yep. So I think it's a great opportunity for Joey Lynch. And I think people have to be careful not to sleep on Joey Lynch and just view him as a tag team wrestler. Here's a guy who has feuded over time with his brothers, uh, with his brother. And we've also seen, you know, he's got some incredible moves, the best moonsault, uh, certainly in Georgia or in independent wrestling. I mean, this guy's a high flyer. He is quick. He has all the tools to become the SHW champion. I think it's a great pick uh, from Gary Lamb. And, of course, to answer right back to that was Dylan Mm -hmm. with his pick of the other half of the tag team champions, talking about Matt Lynch. And, of course, uh, we're going to get to this in a minute. Let's maybe save this one for last because something came up uh, actually this past week about Matt Lynch, much like uh, Joe Black. Mm-hmm. he's injured and is unable to compete uh, at the upcoming show. Well, we found out that Matt Lynch uh, is injured as well. And that's a, it was a great pick by Dylan yes. much uh, for many of the same reasons you said about Joey Lynch being a great pick. Uh, Matt Lynch uh, is an amazing performer. I know he had uh, a rib injury last year in a match yes. that they had against uh, the gymnasty boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite certain. Uh, uh, maybe we heard over the week, uh, I don't know if you did or not. I, I hadn't quite pegged what the injury was. Right. All I do know is that he is um, due to doctor's orders. Yes. He kn- he's unable Which to compete. And it, it is. But here's the thing, too, is that had it not been for doctors specifically telling him no, Matt would have still shown up to wrestle because well, you could argue the same yeah. thing about Joe Black. You know, I right. mean, like both of these guys are, uh, you know, double tough. They're the guys who will work while injured and uh, they've proven that, you know, but there is a point where you do have to put your health first. And right. uh, so we're grateful for doctors uh, looking to preserve the health of, of both of these amazing competitors. Well, we'll get to his replacement. We'll save that for the end because that's literally like a true wild card that got thrown yes. in at the last second. And we'll yes. talk about his replacement here in a second. But uh, the picks got moved back to Dylan for the first uh, pick on this next round. And it was, uh, well, I mean, he's a fan favorite. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he would be our favorites. You know what? He's kind of grown on me a little bit. Is that but, right? But he is, I mean, he hacked into our show, our podcast he here uh, on, on a couple of occasions. And so, you know, we started out on kind of the, the wrong foot. But the more yeah. I've seen him in person, the more I've seen him at the shows. Uh, we finally got to see him in his first ever singles match mm-hmm. at SHW, yeah. um, which I thought he put on a, a great performance. Yeah. Uh, did not quite get the, uh, it didn't quite go his way. Yeah. But I still thought it was a, a great performance. Now, some would say because of that and because of his short time in the Rumble Jack that why would this guy even deserve a spot in this tournament? Uh, I'm talking about Hold My Beer Hansen, and uh, you might be one of those people I'm talking about. Well, you know, far be it for me to stir the pot, but what? Uh, what? Oh, I far, forgot. To, far, I forgot. To, so, by the way, folks, I forgot to bring. Did you the actually pot. use that pot for Thanksgiving? Uh, to make mashed potatoes. Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. Ba- well, my bacon, good mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Bacon cheddar mashed potatoes. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. See me, uh, you know, slip into my DMs, ladies, if you want the recipe. Listen, I'll, I'll and I'm up. sure your DMs have been popping after that photo shoot, by the way, as well. So shout out to that. <laughs> and he cooks too, folks. He cooks. No, 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 no. I would say cooks. I cook like one thing. I cook one singular. <laughs> no, two things. Spaghetti and mashed potatoes. Not together. Mashed pota- Not oh, at no. the same time. Lots of starches together. Come on. By um, the way, shout out to uh, Wrestling Snapchats for those great photos. Absolutely. Corey, you are the man. Uh, <laughs> so about Hold My Beer Hanson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could make the argument, and it's funny because when I think about moments like this, I'm a music guy as well. So, you know, Grammy nominations came out uh, now a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, controversy again. You know, you always look at the people who perhaps either were forgotten or people who just got in by popularity, right? 
like that's one of the big arguments that comes up around Grammy time is, well, this person was only selected because they're super popular, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. That's probably an argument that many of us can make for Hold My Beer Hansen. Um, I'll be the controversial one and say that uh, this pick was probably the most controversial of them all for okay. me, only because I just ran through uh, a, a real, real easy resume for the six previous competitors as to why it makes sense for them to be here in the title picture. All right. Let's consider this. Just three months ago, this man was campaigning to get onto one of our shows. He's a guy who has not been an SHW campaign, came literally in through the back door to find his way into the Rumble Jack. We've already talked about how he hijacked our podcast, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he refereed yeah, twice. He refereed a match, um, which is great. He had one match and lost. So I just, I don't know that he, that, that, that resume makes him worthy to compete for the most prestigious title in independent wrestling. But as I'm told, I don't make those decisions. I just talk for a living. So in talking for a living, I will simply say this, hold my beer. Hanson is the favorite, uh, a fan favorite for a lot of people. And there's nothing wrong with bringing a fan favorite into the tournament. Here's the deal. And this is what we all know. The fans can campaign for you to get in the door. The fans can campaign for you to get into the rumble jack. The fans can campaign for you to be a part of the roster. But at the end of the day, you have to do the work. And so for all, he's a master campaigner. He's a master marketer. But can he get it done in the ring? There will be no excuses on December the 11th uh, for Hold My Beer Hansen, and he can never now say that he hasn't had an opportunity at the best title in independent wrestling. So congratulations. You made it happen, Hansen. Uh, now, the scary part, I shouldn't call it scary, but he has an equal chance, along with all the other 12 competitors, to be our SHW champion. Well, the thing is, and, and we're going to talk about the singles matchups. Equal is is you know yeah. relative. We're going to talk about the singles matchups later because if you're watching this, then you've probably already seen all the singles matchups uh, announced. But you haven't heard us talk about it. right. Mm. But if you know who I'm talking about, that he's facing. <laughs> when you said equal, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah equal is relative, <laughs> right? But well, I'll save my commentary when we get to to that person. He's but hold my beer hands at number seven. Yeah, he's definitely got his work cut out for him. Anyways, he does. Uh, and so Gary, with the next pick of a guy who's on uh, quite a hot streak as of late, uh, we saw him for the very first time at the first Rumble Jack making an appearance, and then it was a long time before we saw him. In fact, it was a full year before we saw him at the second Rumble Jack making an right. appearance. And right. then we saw, we've seen him in a couple of singles, uh, two or three, three singles matches mm -hmm. over the last three months yeah. where he's uh, undefeated right now. I'm talking about uh, – what was it? No nickname needed? Was that no nickname needed? Chip uh, Day. Yeah. The pandemic has stripped his nicknames. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> well, what's funny I, is the first show where he had a match. He the, had like the, 17 nicknames. <laughs> and Diana Michelle was reading out the list of what'd you call it? A, a CVS receipt. It looked like a CVS receipt, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, literally, it's, you know, this is like, and again, the music references, but this is like, you know, Hold My Beer Hansen, who just released his first single has no writing credits no producing <laughs> credits whatsoever and then you get chip day who looks like quincy jones and all of this right like so chip day just real quick real quick if, if, if chip if you're listening to this i bet you never would have heard a podcast where they would have said that you were the quincy jones <laughs> yeah high praise right very high praise <laughs> i love it i love the comparison it's just funny something you never thought you'd hear something when you tuned you in these are the things you'd ever think you'd hear in pro wrestling, right? But that's what we do. <laughs> um, now, I think it's hilarious. And the, here's where the, the comedy for me comes in, that Gary Lamb would counteract what many might think is such a hilarious pick from Dylan with such an overqualified pick as Chip Day. Chip Day, a 15-year veteran, uh, certainly in the industry, has done pretty much everything there is to do in Georgia and independent wrestling, with the exception of one thing, and that is to win the SHW championship. Perhaps the biggest thing. 
the biggest thing, you know, and, and here's the interesting thing. We talked about Hold My Beer Hansen, who, you know, campaigned and got his way onto the card post-pandemic. Well, Chip Day had not been in the SHW conversation pre-pandemic, but post-pandemic, you could argue that nobody's hotter. He's yeah. not lost a match. He was the number three. He was the third to the last man left in the Rumble, Jack. Uh, he won, of course, the match that night to become number 30 to get in the Rumble, Jack, by defeating AC Mack. Um, here's a guy who could easily find his way uh, in that six-man scramble uh, and be one of the last two men standing. Um, it's an easy, easy thing. And I think Chip Day is one of the strongest, strongest competitors to be in this tournament. And by many accounts, he has to be an odds-on favorite. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, th I think you're right. And But yeah. like you said, he's done pretty much everything except for possibly the biggest thing. The biggest and that's thing. winning, uh, in, in our opinion, and maybe we're a little biased, but I also believe it to be true. It is uh, true. The biggest title in independent wrestling, and that's Absolutely. the SHW title. So, uh, Gary coming in with the next pick, very Morales. Yes, yes. So this is a surprise for some people. Um, again, someone relatively new to the roster, but uh, let's go, go back and look at what he did last month. What he did last month by defeating Ashton Starr uh, was defeat a former SHW champion. In my opinion, whenever you can beat a former champion, you have to be considered in the championship picture. Look at any other sport. If you defeat the Super Bowl champion, we take you seriously. You defeat the NBA champion, we take you seriously. Mm -hmm. You defeat the World Series winner, we take you seriously. We take it seriously when someone like uh, I, uh, Ashton Starr, a former champion, gets defeated by Valerie Morales. So I think this is a move that makes sense. He doesn't have a long tenure, but you don't have to have a long tenure. There have only been a handful of guys to hold this title. And if you can beat one of them, you have to be considered amongst the best. So he's quick. He is a high flyer. He gets it done. And he's a different kind of element in this tournament. There's really nobody else in this tournament like Barry Morales, and so it's going to be hard uh, for people to match up against him and to figure him out. I think he's got a great chance to come out of here as champion. You're exactly right. A very much of a uh, Lucha Libre style oh, yeah. that oh, we yeah. don't see a whole lot of in SHW and uh, quickly became a fan favorite, you know, coming to Susie's Rescue a couple months ago, mm -hmm. and then, of course, uh, somewhat putting Ashton in his place last month uh, ah, when he, when yes. he uh, defeated Ashton. And, of course, we saw that uh, – Ashton pitching a fit in the ring at the end, which was the craziest somebody throwing a fit <laughs> I've ever seen. It was ridiculous. I tell you, a grown man. Mm -hmm. Which, which again, then led to his uh, interaction with you there, but we yes. won't get into that again. But yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, so Vera Morales uh, will definitely have the fan support, and uh, we'll see if he can get it done. But, again, he's got a huge uh, task ahead of him here with all these guys. Um, yeah. But coming up next, a uh, pick from Dylan, a gentleman that we've had on the podcast uh, quite a while back, mm -hmm. and uh, we weren't sure if he'd be making a return to SHW mm -hmm. or uh, perhaps even a return to wrestling after the pandemic because he had been basically retired mm -hmm. until last year, earlier this yes. year. My, my whole 2020 has been thrown off <laughs> timing-wise. so I can't yeah, even It was last year. It was, was it like November? The December show. December, okay, so yes. – Talking about Kyle Matthews here, another yes. guy, much like Chip Day, Kyle Matthews has been around for a long time yeah. and uh, done quite a bit in independent wrestling. And, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, he's got all the makings of the champ. I think that he could be a wild card. I mentioned a wild card earlier uh, yeah. that we're going to talk about here in a minute. But this guy is a guy that I, I think a lot of people didn't expect to come back. Yeah. Um, and, and he's back. He's got quite the story, of course, a former technical wrestler of the year here in Georgia. Like, like eight times. Eight times, right? You know, not, no small feat there. And, and wrestler of the year a couple times, I believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Wrestler of the year. And, you know, when he came back into SHW, he found himself inside a war with David Ali. And, you know, I sit back and I wonder after he, you know, finished his war with David Ali and came out on the winning side, had we not had the pandemic, what would have happened? with Kyle Matthews. Could we have seen Kyle Matthews in a title match prior to the Rumble Jack? I think that's a, a real possibility. Um, of course, pandemic does what it does. It's exciting to see Kyle Matthews. You know, he told us here on the show, 
that he wasn't necessarily sure if he'd be back or when he would be back. But uh, it's good to see him back, and what a way to come back. And it's a move like this that makes me say that, you know, both Dylan and Gary will really kind of scoured the area to see who would be the best people to compete for this championship. And so even though we've not seen Kyle Matthews in, uh, you know, SHW post pandemic or since the restart, what he did prior to, I think more than qualifies him for being in this tournament. Yeah. And uh, like I said before, I think he's got a fantastic shot. He does. And of course, we're going to talk about all the singles matchups here in just a second. But uh, so that was 10 picks between Gary 10. and Dylan with two slots remaining. Two and at slots. this point, at this point last week, when these picks were being made at this point, one Logan Chase's head was about to pop off of his shoulders because he was so irate that nobody from the Honor Society had yet to be picked. And, of course, yeah. the very next pick belonged to Dylan, mm -hmm. and it was one half of the tag team not yet rated, who came also close to becoming the inaugural tag team champs, but mm -hmm. came up just a bit short. Yeah. Of course, uh, Honor Society member Jordan Kingsley. So, you know, obviously we've had Jordan Kingsley here on the show as well. Uh, I was intrigued to hear Jordan say things like he is a better wrestler than his tag team partner, Kevin Ryan, which I was just like, wow, a stunning admission inside. Maybe, maybe I egged him on to say it a little bit, but he still said it. He said it, and he didn't take it back. Yeah. You know, um, and so we have an interesting scenario here. I think Jordan Kingsley, you know, you have mentioned before, involved in the very first match in the history of SHW. First that win. night, that match was uh, to qualify him for the five-man scramble that night for the SHW championship. So he's been there before. He was in the match. He got the first win. He was in the match. He almost became champion. Um, so he's been close. And for a Logan Chase who really um, has been looking for ways to get close to the title picture, this could be quite the story for Jordan Kingsley to make it in. Now, Jordan Kingsley did defeat Hold My Beer Hansen, um, you know, at the last show. Who knows if he would have defeated Chip Day or not. We'll never know because of what happened there with Hold My Beer Hansen. But the point is, Jordan Kingsley is making a strong case for why he should be in this tournament. I think it was a, a very good pick on behalf of uh, Dylan. So shout out to Jordan. And again, as I said about Hold My Beer Hansen, for all of the things that our managers can do and the like to get us in places, now it's on you, Jordan. And I think Jordan's driven enough to uh, at least make his way into the scramble, if not win the whole thing. And, you know, we've said this before. I think he's got all the talent in the world. Absolutely. He's got such potential. Yes. Why he decided to align himself with Logan Chase, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if we'll ever really truly know. But I think uh, – I don't know. I, I think he's got a chance. He's, he's got what it takes. He does. I just I, – I don't know if Logan Chase is a hindrance or a help or – I don't know. It's but anyways, speaking of the Honor Society – the newest, supposedly newest member, as we found out at the last show, when he uh, not only destroyed Huckabee, uh, which shocked everyone, but he also destroyed our ring. He did. And uh, busted up the uh, middle rope there. Mm -hmm. Logan Chase introduced us all to Cyrus the Destroyer, and that was Gary's final pick. So in the line of controversial picks... You know, Hold My Beer Hansen to me was Dylan's controversial pick. I think Cyrus the Destroyer is Gary's controversial pick. And the reason I say that is he literally is brand new to SHW. Um, that would be my only complaint. Uh, no, we've not seen him in a match. Certainly he has a resume and a pedigree across the world. Uh, anytime you can find success in Japan, you automatically get my respect. Um, but here he came in, and let's call a spade a spade, right? Like, SHW 21 was not a good night for Will Huckabee. Not a good night at all. He issues this uh, uh, Can You Whoop Me challenge. It gets answered immediately by Pro South's Trevor Eon, who comes in and whoops him. 
and wins. And then he refuses an opportunity to be a part of the honor society. And then we get introduced to uh, Logan's newest find, Cyrus the Destroyer, who destroyed Huck, as you said, destroyed the ring, and makes me wonder if Logan would have used him to destroy Gary if Gary didn't make this pick. So this, you know, when you ask yourself why did Jordan align himself with Logan, it's reasons like this. Because when you've got a monster like Cyrus the Destroyer, you'll do whatever he tells you to do. Right. I'm not saying he backed Gary into a corner. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But when you bust the ring and when Logan threatens to have the whole honor society bust up this whole tournament, then suddenly two of his guys get picked. Coincidence? I think not. Um, and uh, you won't find me arguing with Cyrus the Destroyer being in this tournament. <laughs> yeah, especially with your track record of the no. guys wanting to get physical with you. I, uh, I don't know what it is about me, but Cyrus. Be, yeah, whether it be kidding. Ali or Ashton, you definitely don't, don't want Cyrus. But, no. you know, to get back to your point a second ago, uh, talking about it being a controversial pick with him yeah. being brand new to SHW, yeah. uh, similar to the controversial pick of Hold My Beer Hanson. Well, mm -hmm. you did mention how um, somebody like a Kyle Matthews has such a resume yes. that kind of speaks for itself, and that kind of earned him the right to yes. be in this tournament. Well, yeah. I, I could say uh, the same could possibly be said for Cyrus the Destroyer Absolutely. with him and, uh, him and Logan Chase uh, over the past 12 years running roughshod over the Southeast. And so mm – -hmm. Uh, he's done, you know, made quite a name for himself. You mentioned his time yeah. in Japan. So, yeah. uh, and again, like you said, I'm not going to be the one to tell him he's not in the tournament. So uh, come nah. on in big boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine by me, but um, no swiping. Mm. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> earlier you heard us talk about Matt Lynch, unfortunately suffering an injury uh, and unable to compete. So having to give up his slot. And you also mentioned the gentleman who, ended up whooping, answering the challenge, and then whooping William Huckabee mm -hmm. was uh, Trevor Eon, who's made big waves in, over in Pro South. He yes. has been in SHW a few times before, and uh, he showed up at the last show, answered the Can You Whoop Me Challenge, mm -hmm. and uh, laid a whooping on, uh, on William Huckabee and, of course, mm -hmm. uh, impressed a lot of people, including yeah. us, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see that coming. No. And uh, not to take anything away from him, I thought it would be like a good – even match but i mean it was he kind of but it's huck's challenge you feel yeah. Huck's gonna win his own challenge so, you you yeah. would think so so anyways uh he is coming in as uh, i'm calling it the true wild card yeah. because uh we found out just earlier this week about matt lynch having to uh give up his slot mm -hmm. so dylan uh replacing that pick with trevor eon here for uh you know uh, shocking a lot of people i think well, again, th this tells me because what we did not know coming into this tournament was what the mindset would be in terms of picking each of their picks. And it seems clear to me that they were looking for the best independent wrestlers in the Southeast, whether they had spent much time in SHW or not. And Trevor Eon has had a really big year. Uh, he has come a long way since when we first saw him in SHW. And again, to defeat William Huckabee on Huckabee's own challenge. And I mean, he didn't just roll him up in a schoolboy. He <laughs> really did. I mean, like he dominated this match. Um, it shocked us. And, you know, you got to think when somebody from another promotion comes into your house, you would think that, you know, someone like Huckabee, who's somewhat homegrown, uh, would absolutely defend the house. But you can't defend it if you can't defend it. So I got to say shout out to Trevor Eon. He made a huge impression on us last month. And so uh, I'll tell you this, he's got a shot. He's got a shot, a very real shot. Huckabee is no easy pushover. And so uh, I think Trevor Eon is a great pick to make it into the tournament. Boy, it's going to be incredible to see what happens in this tournament. It's going to be unbelievable. You got the big bat, the original gothic gangster, Ooh. Trevor Eon, making waves last month. And, of yeah. course, uh, surprising a lot of people here with his last-minute uh, placement into this tournament. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and before we get into these singles matches, yes, which I feel like we need to take a breath after uh -huh. discussing all the picks. <laughs> yes. 
Real quick, while we're taking our breath here, taking a second, let's uh, go ahead and remind everybody, if you didn't check out uh, last month's show, if you haven't seen it, uh, if you weren't there live, you can check it out on IWTV. It's independentwrestling.tv. You yes. can sign up, uh, sign up now and uh, get your first five days free using the code SHW, and you can see every single SHW show since our very first one. They are all there on IWTV, so uh, definitely want to check that out, especially the one since we've been back. Mm -hmm. um, I really feel like, you know, because that's the thing. There's still a lot of places around the country that, that aren't back. That's and, right. and, you know, I feel like our shows have been back, yeah. and we've, we've come back with a purpose. Like, we've made Absolutely. a big impact, I feel like. So Absolutely. you definitely want to check those out. The last – have we been been back three shows? Like I said, my whole twenty twenties. Yeah, twenty twenties. You've had like three or four shows. So yeah, twenty twenty's yeah. been all thrown off. I don't know what what day of the month it is, what day of the year <laughs> it is. No idea. I we just know, know SHW twenty two is next week. That's I know we're I know we're finally into December, which means twenty twenty is almost know, over. Baby. Good lord. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, definitely check out all of our shows. IWTV. And that brings us to talk about the the card that we have lined up. For this mm -hmm. show. Now we have our 12 competitors. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about these matches that have been put in place. Starting with. Me, before you oh, do go that, ahead. I, I want to ask you this though. Yeah. Um, because let's get into the matches. I know we're going to go away. Do you think that there are certain people who you would have liked to have seen considered in this tournament? That aren't well, there? Well, you know, I almost wondered when it was first announced. Before any picks had been made. But when yes. we heard that there was going to be a tournament. I wondered if the past champions would, would be like sh a shoe in sure. for the tournament. Sure. Um, but if we want to kind of, you know, go behind the curtain a little bit, I do realize that scheduling with, with all the guys might be an issue with the other shows running and who knows who can make it and be there. And I don't know. I don't know if that came into play or I don't know if it was just a matter of, I don't care if you've been a champion before, it doesn't matter. We're just going to pick who we're going to pick. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I will say, though, that I am surprised that some of the past champions uh, were not on the list. One of those being uh, somebody who made it known on Facebook that he wanted to be in it and somebody that Logan Chase wanted to be in it uh, was the inaugural SHW champion, and that being Kevin Ryan. But another one being, you know, AC Mack, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Corey Hollis. Mm -hmm. um, and, and after what happened with Logan Creed at the hands of Gunnar Miller, who yeah. knows if or when we'll see him back. Right. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the former champions um, and you mentioned scheduling conflicts being what they are. You know, there's a part of me that wonders um, if champions got an invite to regain the number one championship in independent wrestling, what wouldn't you do to be there? Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a part of me that wonders, did they get an invite or was the case for some of these other folks that were put in? so much stronger than these former champions. Um, you know, Corey Hollis, of course, who was suspended on the last show, you know, I, I don't know if, you know, if that one shot deal that was mentioned with Joe Black, you know, means he'll never get another shot. Or if it means that, you know, he just doesn't get a shot against Joe Black, I don't know. Right. Um, I think all of those things are very interesting. Certainly the former champions, before we ever knew a list, were on my mind. Um, obviously, some of them I figured we wouldn't see, like an Alan Angels, who's heavily involved in AEW and the like. Um, though stranger things have happened, right? So he's he's a little busy with that. He's a little busy. Or, it's not a. Cult, it's a, it's a it's dark a, time of life for him right a, now. It's so, an, it's, an order uh, that's a little dark, and yeah, they, you know, I don't know. He wears a mask, maybe. I, I'm speculating. Not, I don't know that it's him for sure, but I just understand he's not the is. same guy he used to be. <laughs> Actually, so, it is him for sure. When they were calling him five, I was like, okay, so maybe that's not supposed to be him. But then they started calling him Alan Five Angels. Right. Okay, know. it's him. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, it's <laughs> He's him. got similar tattoos. I recognize those tattoos. Very similar. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see who will be, who won't be. You know, at one point I thought, you know, perhaps Huckabee could be considered. But certainly you make the argument Huckabee <laughs> has not won a match all year. An SHW. True, but um, speaking of Huckabee, he every time somebody got picked and there was an announcement made, the the poster, the the card was posted on uh, on social media, 
boy, did he have some comments. He commented Spicy. on pretty much pretty much every post. I think he yeah. commented. Spicy indeed. So, but, but you're right. You're right. When when's the last time we saw him win a match? Twenty nineteen, right? So, I mean, again, in my mind, and I'm you know uh, I'm not creating anything, but in my mind, I'm thinking I, to yeah, myself, you're you stirring it. I don't no, know. I don't no. know. If, if, in my mind. I just, you know, if I'm thinking who ends up in a prestigious tournament, wins and losses would account for it. So where I would have thought at one point, Huck, you know, he needed to win the match at SHW 21 to be legitimately considered. Now, in my head, and maybe I'm thinking too far ahead, but someone like an Austin Towers to me is a star. And um, I just see this as a potential opportunity. Maybe, you know, he's a champion in the making and now wasn't the right time. I don't know, but I would have liked to have seen him in this tournament um, for sure. Uh, And then this is, I know, weird for some, but like a Danny Jordan, like that would have been like, I think, cool. And granted, I know there's controversy about the intergender situation, which I totally get. Um, but it's just interesting. It's just interesting. You know, however you look at it, these are the 12, the chosen few, uh, you know, that are going to get the opportunity (laughs) to, uh, leave out of SHW 22 as the prestigious SHW champion. So now that we know the 12, let's find out. I was going to say real quick, maybe, and maybe it's because she's punched me so many times that I've been beaten into submission, but I, I, I always do kind of have a soft spot for Danny. And mm-hmm. I mentioned it to you. Uh, uh, well, pull the curtain back a little bit. We have a little, a little chat, a little side chat going on. With, we talk uh, about this on more than yeah. the podcast. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. So outside of the podcast off the air, you know, and, and Diana Michelle might get involved and, and mm-hmm. we'll discuss scenarios and, and what we think, you know, who, who might be involved and all this yeah. kind of stuff. One of the ones I said though was, Maybe we'll see Danny Jordan pop up. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But um, anyway, she's doing big things right now. And, she is. Uh, I, hopefully we'll see her back sooner than later, but we do not yeah. know. But uh, yeah. again, I think it's because she beats me up so much. And I, I, I feel like I have to, you know, say nice things. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it's it is. It's probably in your best interest. Yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. But anyways, so like you said, we've got the match announcements, as you heard uh, earlier or throughout the week. And uh, let's discuss them a little bit. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's start out with Chip Day versus Kyle Matthews. I mentioned earlier that they both have been around a long time. Both of them have resumes uh, as long as my arm, or like you said, the yeah. CVS receipts. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, man, and we talked about the technical prowess of both of these men. Like, yeah. this match, and, and we're coming up on the end of the year. Yeah. So it's funny to me because the very first match of our of the year, the very first show of the year, we had what we thought was going to be the match of the year in January. Right. And here we come in December talking about this match and actually any number of these matches, really. But this one caught my eye particularly. Yeah. Could be match of the year. Yes. In the last month of the year. Yes. Wouldn't that be something? You know, it's a dream match, um, and I call it a dream match. Perhaps they've wrestled before, but not in SHW. And uh, I would definitely say this, you know, two guys with incredible resumes to hear that this is a match that's going to get you into the finals is nuts because I would anticipate both of them being in the finals. Right. So this is going to be crazy. Honest to God, I think this match alone is worth the price of admission for SHW 22. These guys are going to tear the house down and i don't know that i have an early favorite because either of them could uh get that victory and and, you know we don't necessarily have to make picks because there's some of these that i i don't even i can't even even pick Uh, and that's and and you're and you're right that's one of the matches right there where i'm like yeah i don't even i can't even tell you i I can't even pick uh both guys are great dudes uh Mm -hmm. and and it's not more of you know just us picking favorites or anything but like they're both really good guys they're good guys and they're both incredible athletes uh incredible wrestlers absolutely absolutely so, i just i don't know uh but here's one that we talked about earlier when i mentioned that hansen when you talked about everybody has an equal chance well mm. i don't know because hansen is going up against cyrus the destroyer uh all you this know, fanfare all this fanfare of uh, you know getting them to the rumble jack and and keeping them in shw the last couple shows and then 
wanting him to be in this tournament. And, well, he got his wish. He's in the tournament, but now he's got to face a monster of a man. One of the other things my mother used to always tell me is, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> you just because might you just get it. Might get it. And so, you know, hey, you want to be in the Rumble, Jack? Sure. Come on in. You sure you want to referee that match? Sure. You want to be in the tournament? I mean, he did a great video. Okay. Okay. You know, we said we weren't going to make predictions, so I won't. But uh, my only prediction relative to this is I don't think – uh cyrus is gonna spend a lot of time in this match so what you're saying is you think when it comes to the main event in the six-man rumble cyrus could be the freshest of the bunch he could be maybe he could be he's not saying be. we're not saying we're I'm just not. we're just saying <laughs> i i i will say this uh, yes, he may be the fan favorite uh, in Hold My Beer Hanson, but I have to think that going up against a Cyrus the Destroyer, one who destroyed the ring, one who destroyed Huck, I think people would be shocked if Hold My Beer Hanson managed to somehow get by Cyrus the Destroyer. I don't know how it's going to happen, um, and it's not for me to decide, but uh, good luck. Hold my beer, Hanson. Maybe we'll hold your beer for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're going to need more than beer. I was going to say, I don't know if he'll be able, able to hold his beer after well, the match for quite some time. We'll see. We'll see. I just am envisioning like a full body cast after the fact. I don't know. We'll see. I have good nightmares about scenarios like this. Like it's you said, though, all we could say is good luck. Good luck. And May the uh, force be with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the force of uh the, the beer i don't know yes uh, so here's a match again Oof. perhaps a match of the night or a match of the year candidate mm-hmm. a guy we talked about has all the potential in the world yes and another guy who we talked about has been perhaps overlooked yeah. for quite some time and, and should be a top dog in the company we got jordan kingsley taking on owen knight and uh I, yeah ah, that's another tough one i just yes it is. Anyways, go ahead. It, no, yeah, you, there's not much more to say. Two rising stars, two guys who have chips on their shoulders, two guys who have wanted to be mentioned in the main event conversation, wanted to be mentioned in the title conversation. Now is their opportunity, and they have to beat each other to do it. Uh, I think this is going to be an amazing matchup. Uh, and I don't know who the favorite would be in this. I will say this, though. I'm sure Logan Chase uh, has a lot of reason to want to have both of his representatives of the Honor Society in that six-man scramble. And uh, I wouldn't put anything past Logan Chase this night. I would not put anything past him. So uh, now let me just say this. Owen has had a tough time uh, fighting larger-than-life obstacles. He had to tower or try to tower over a giant uh, and found a creative way to do that last month. Uh, The question is, can he do it again uh, against Kingsley, who will have Logan Chase with him? Man, I can't wait to be there to find out. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And just a quick reminder, that's next Friday, folks, December 11th. SHW 22, as we move down the list here of these singles matches in the SHW Championship Tournament, the first round. Uh, the next match, let's talk about this. Now, this is uh, actually a match coming off the heels of the last show. Yes. Where, uh, you know, Ashton, you saw how he acted in the ring after the match. Mm-hmm. You know he had some unfinished business. Yeah. Well, not only is this a, a chance at the title, this is also a little bit of revenge for him, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah. as Ashton Starr is going to be taking on, once again, very Morales. Yeah. You know, there are people who call this a twofer. You know, <laughs> it's a two-for-one deal yep. where in here you get to get a bit of revenge from last month and at the same time get an opportunity at the championship. What concerns me about this match is Ashton Starr definitely wants to find a way to erase the memory of what happened at SHW 21, that being the memory of that loss to Vary Morales. Yep. Vary Morales has already figured out how to beat Ashton Starr. The challenge there is you don't want Vary to get too confident 
because Ashton, I'm sure, is going back watching that tape on IWTV, trying to figure out what do I need to do to get past Vare Morales. What concerns me about this is this is Ashton's first opportunity to get the championship back after that final match that he had uh, where he didn't walk, walk away with the championship. All of these bad deeds, all of the going after Susie and going after me and all that stuff still seems to reward him with a championship opportunity. So you have to think that he's, he feels justified in all that he's done and that he's going to take advantage of this. So I don't know. This, this could be a dangerous night. It could be a very dangerous night uh, for Vari or for Ashton because, God forbid, we saw what he did when Ashton, when, when, when Ashton lost last time. What will he do now with a championship opportunity if he loses again? I may need to have some sort of force field around because I'm going to bring you a football helmet, a football <laughs> helmet, a full gate. I don't know, man. Being a fence. I'm not sure. Put me a hell in a cell for crying out oh, loud. Oh, what was it called? Uh, oh, you'll have, you could probably the help me. Pod? The, <laughs> when, when Michael Cole was in the, <laughs> yeah. the little, uh, the announcer's pod. What, what did he call it? He had a name like the coal mine. The coal coal mine. Mine. He did call it the coal mine. So um, we have to come up. We don't have to call it the coal mine. We'll come up with some. God, no, we'll come up yeah. with some other name for it. But yeah. <laughs> So fans, as you're watching this, leave us in the comments <laughs> your suggestions for the name of the little uh, booth that we're going to put uh, yeah. put GB in at the next My show. Safe space. Yeah, uh, uh, a la the coal mine with the Michael coal Cole, mine. Oh, uh, which I believe that was uh, around WrestleMania 27, 27. which yes. was in Atlanta, because I remember yes. being there mm -hmm. and him being in the in that little box. So, yeah. so you went to Mania 27? I did. Yes. Nice. Very uh, nice. Uh, and Very nice. 21 and 20. Um, anyway, 20, and I was at 22, mm -hmm. 23, 24, 25, and 30. Okay, so we just yes. missed each other. We literally were just <laughs> that is so crazy. Oh my gosh, anyways, good times. Holy cow, uh, boy, talk about getting off on a tangent there. Sorry, yeah, I know, I right? We just from Ashton to WrestleMania, I don't know how that happened. I just but. had a funny visual of you in a box, kind of like <laughs> that's oh. how it that's how it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we'll see, <laughs> but leave it in the comments. What are your suggestions for what we're going to call it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving down the list, that's Ashton and Very. Um, yeah. And let's talk about this one. This is, of course, uh, one of the wild cards, the, uh, a guy who just found himself in the tournament earlier this mm -hmm. week with Matt Lynch uh, having to relinquish his spot. Mm -hmm. It'll be Trevor Eon taking on the savior, David Ali. You know, I, I can't wait to call this match because it's the savior versus the demon, right? Like all Weird. of the implications oh. of this are going to be just incredible. Um, but here's the other thing we have to look at. David Ali continues to perfect his craft, um, certainly in SHW, now in AEW as well. Something about when you get that kind of exposure, it heightens your senses, it heightens your awareness. You know, when you can say that you fought guys like Pentagon and Phoenix, you know, and, and, and these types of people, um, it really changes the game for you because now you get a new set of arsenals, or, or better yet, a new set of resources that you're dealing with, a greater arsenal um, to be able to battle with. The challenge, though, is you're battling against somebody who doesn't believe he's human. Yeah. He believes he's a <laughs> demon, right? Yep. And here's the thing. You needed something otherworldly to beat Will Huckabee. I said his name three times fast. I'm, uh -oh. I'm concerned. Oh, my God. Don't magically appear, please. Um, so when you can beat a guy like Will Huckabee on Huckabee's own terms, um, on his own home turf, in his own challenge, uh, there's no fear for Eon walking in here, right? So I, I think... I think this is going to be a really, really amazing match. Um, and I can't pick him because I didn't pick Eon beating Huckabee. So I, but be crazy. Don't forget, just like with uh, Owen Knight had to deal with this, don't forget yeah. about that big giant in the yeah. corner of David Ali. Well, we saw it on the poster. He's with him in the, uh, the poster of David Ali when he was announced as one of the uh, participants. He was flanked yeah. on the poster by uh austin towers so yeah. i don't know you're it's just, gonna be a good one though oh it's gonna, it's be, gonna good. be a good one gonna be Miles. Good. oh my gosh anyways uh the final match in that first round prior to the six-man scramble mm -hmm. 
There's a couple of guys that know each other quite well. Yes. From the same neck of the woods up there in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Gunnar Miller, the people's captain, taking yes. on the king of the moonsault, Joey Lynch. What a match this will be. This is going to have – this is a match that I believe has happened uh, uh, maybe a number of times in the past mm-hmm. prior mm-hmm. to uh, Southern Honor Wrestling. And yeah. so these guys know each other very well. Yes. And another one that I just – there's no way I can pick a winner because they know each other so well. Right. Uh, you know, they're going to, I feel like they're going to counter everything. It's going to be a match where it's nothing but counters. You know, uh, if you didn't know that element, you would automatically think, well, Gunnar Miller has just run through everybody, right? So he'll run through Joey Lynch. The problem is when somebody knows you and they know you well. See, here's the deal Gunnar Miller is much like a Goldberg or an Undertaker, that entrance and that intimidation factor is what starts things for him. So he usually can intimidate his opponents um, with his entrance. You know, he makes you wait that long time before he comes out, you know, as the, as the little wicker burns and, you know, they count down the computerized voice and all that stuff. Um, and then he comes in and he's jacked and he's ready to fight, you know? And when you can say, okay, here's a guy who has put down sunny days in two minutes. Here's a guy who knocked out Logan Creed, um, you know, and has just run roughshod over everybody and gave Joe Black all he could handle. And we could make the argument, had the Lynch brothers not interfered in that match, it could have been a different outcome. Um, You know, they're not intimidated by Gunnar Miller. When you're not intimidated, that takes away an element that makes you now just a normal man. And so I think if Joey Lynch goes into that knowing what he knows about Gunnar Miller and handling him as not just, you know, this monster, but a normal man, I think that's going to chip away at Gunnar Miller and make this an incredibly competitive match. And and you kind of touched on it there a second ago. If you'll recall, and again, if you haven't seen it, go check it out on IWTV at the last show, SHW 21. Uh, I believe it was uh, Gunner who threw Joe into Matt and Joey on the yes. outside. Yes. And in retaliation to that, mm-hmm. uh, when the ref was, I think, checking on Joe, mm-hmm. Joey popped into the ring, boom, yeah. uh, hit uh, Gunner there. And mm-hmm. some would say that might have been what cost him the match. Yeah, absolutely. So, there's definitely a little bit of uh, vengeance on the mind of yes. Gunnar Miller there, along yes. with kind of like we talked about with Ashton and Barry Morales. Yeah. Uh, you want, you want to get a little comeuppance there, but also you've got a chance at the title on the line here. So right, right. a couple different layers to that uh, matchup as well. So absolutely every single match we just talked about is uh, they've all got these different elements, you know, yeah, and, they do. They do. and numerous of numerous matches have the potential to steal the show absolutely Um, the winner of those six matches will then meet in a six-man scramble Mm -hmm. uh, to close out the show and then crown a new yeah shw champion we are guaranteed a new champion we are uh next friday december 11th shw 22 uh as joe black as joe black has to relinquish the title so yeah go ahead would you explain to people the rules of a scramble match for those who are unfamiliar? Because um, I think this piece becomes important. Here's where I was hoping you weren't going to ask me <laughs> that because um, uh, unless I missed it, it could have been announced on online and I may not have seen it just yet, but uh, I, I do not know the exact uh, layout for the, for a scramble. Okay. Um, I'm hoping I feel like we will be filled in uh, ahead of time so that we know I'm sure we will. Uh, what it's going to be. I, I probably need to go back. If my memory serves me correctly, and I have to go back to the last scramble, which was the first night, I feel like it was somewhat of an elimination style of I don't know. I don't, I don't feel I don't like remember, it was an elimination. I don't, I don't remember. So, the, what's funny, what pops in my mind, and this is not going to be what it is, Yeah. at least – I don't think, uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure. But remember when they introduced the 24 seven title, (laughs) they'd laid like, was it Mick Foley? I think he just laid it in the ring and like people just ran for it and whoever could get it, won it. 
We'll see. And Technically, the, you could call that a scramble, I guess. And but. I, I remember WWE's actual scramble. They did that a couple of times during some pay-per-views, and it was a yeah. time limit that they had, like a 30-minute time limit. And whoever had the last pinfall right. uh, walked out as the champion. I think there will be a little bit more of a rhyme or reason. And, you know, obviously we'll have these rules for you next week. Where this is going to be important in terms of strategy is – if this is one fall to a finish, you're very concerned with six men in there trying to get the one fall as opposed to an elimination style match right. that leads us to the last two competitors. Because now you're looking at endurance. Um, you're looking at figuring out how active and involved do I want to be. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Obviously, we'll have all those rules for you next week. So don't worry. But, um, yeah, what I'd like to know from you guys, we won't give our predictions, but who do you think is walking out of SHW 22 as the new SHW champion? We know it's going to happen. And so uh, it's interesting. We started the year off knowing we were going to have new tag team champions crowned. We're ending the year knowing we're going to have a new SHW champion crowned. I want to get your thoughts. I know we do as well. So let us know in the comments, wherever you're listening to this, um, what you think, or hit us up at SHW pod on the socials and let us know what you think uh, in terms of who will walk out of SHW 22 as the new SHW champion. You've got a one in 12 chance of being correct. You sure do. And the prize we will congratulate you on the air <laughs> on the air. We'll give you a shout out. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> and don't forget, you know, you mentioned next week, we'll, we'll, we should know the rules and we'll be able to fill everybody in. Of course, we will be live from the action building for the pre-show and this show right Ooh. here. Uh, we'll be live next uh, Friday from seven to seven 30 yes. leading up to SHW 22. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just crazy to me to think, uh, how all this has played out since it you know we, we took last week off and you and yeah. i of course stayed in contact throughout the holiday last week yeah. but yeah it's been crazy in the span of the last week or two how much has changed yeah um we were going into a triple threat match with mm-hmm. joe black taking on matt and joey lynch yeah uh and then everything just got turned on its head and mm-hmm. we've got this whole new crazy tournament coming up yeah. and man we're excited we just can't wait man it's gonna be awesome well, what you have to know about me is I have always been a lover of tournaments, whether it was March Madness, you know, or, of course, old school King of the Ring, um, the Crockett Cup, uh, of course, in New Japan, you know, whether it's the G1 Climax or Best of the Super Juniors, World Tag League. I love tournaments, and there's nothing like a one-night tournament do or die, sink or swim, it's all going to go down. And so to be able to witness that live for the richest pride in independent pro wrestling, that's going to be a big deal. So you don't want to wait till IWTV, although it's a good thing to do to watch it, which you should still do after you watch it live. But we want to see you in the building. Um, And so, of course, you can get your tickets next Friday night at the door beginning at 5 p.m. Eastern. The door at the Action Building um, in Canton, Georgia. It's going to be crazy. You will want to be there. You can distance socially. You can wear your mask. If you don't feel like doing that, whatever works for you. But one thing you want to do is you want to witness history live as it happens. We're going to have a new champion. We're going to crown a new champion. We'll all find out together. Hope you'll be in the house. Oh, man. It's so exciting. Yeah, I can't I'm wait. Pumped. You know, we talked about this earlier, too, is that when we had the pandemic and we took about six months off or whatever it was, then we started back up and then we were like, oh, now we only got to wait three or four weeks before the mm-hmm. next show instead of yeah. six months. Yeah. And so now it's like, oh, it's here again. Yeah. All right. So yeah. here we go. And, and the fact that we took off last week with the, with the uh, Thanksgiving, right. it's like, oh, wow, we've only had a couple shows here. Now it's time right. for the next uh, big event. Holy so, cow. again, don't forget to join us uh, live on the pre-show. Uh, check us out uh, wherever you, uh, you know, check us out on Facebook or YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, comment. Talk to us on SHW Pod. Follow us at Southern Honor Wrestling. All that good stuff. We cannot wait to see you guys. Uh, and until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.